Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Think Big Bodybuilding Media. I'm Scott McAnally, and today we're going to speak with classic physique competitor, IFBB Pro Terrence Ruffin. Now, Terrence has been making some incredible progress in the past couple of years. I've been wanting to bring him on to talk about that progress and find out what he attributes it to. Plus, he's just starting his prep for the Olympia, so we get to pick his brain a little bit about that. Guys, if you enjoy this content, do me a favor, hit the like button. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do, because we have several programs coming out each week. We'd love to have you along for all of them. All of our programming is brought to you by truenutrition.com. I've got links down in the notes below. Check them out. You can support the show by shopping with them. All right, guys, let's get to Terrence Ruffin. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Think Big Bodybuilding Media. I'm Scott McNally, and today I'm with Terrence Ruffin, IFBB Pro, as he, this is the first week of Terrence's prep <laughs> for the Olympia. What's up, man? How you been? I'm good. I'm good. You're like the, it's, this is like exclusive. The first person to announce that. <laughs> no kidding. Is that all right? Do I have, am I allowed? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. okay. Cool. Breaking yeah, news, yeah, guys. Cool. Breaking news. <laughs> Terrence is uh, getting ready for the O right now, man. You looked freaking awesome at the, uh, at the Arnold this year. Um, I think that, uh, you know, you, uh, you definitely, I think, um, you really solidified that you're, that you're going to be a threat. I think at the show, you're going to do some damage. You've come up so much like you've you've really progressed size wise, man. I think of what you looked like on the Olympia stage. Uh, what was that? 2018. Yeah. Yeah. 2018. We saw you on the Olympia stage to now uh, you've grown, man. Upper body has come up a lot. I know talking to John Meadows uh, at the at the Arnold, he said, expect to see even more size for the Olympia that you guys were going to be pushing. To, uh, mm-hmm. to he said he said Terrence is gonna have to suffer that week coming into that show because <laughs> we're gonna have to we're gonna have to pull a little food out to get him to make weight this time. This will be the first time I think you'll have to really push to make weight, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, last time, I mean, we had to technically um, do a little bit something different to make weight, but it was it was really nothing. We kind of, you know, we woke up that morning. I ate. I think it was two meals and. Um, then we were, I got to John's house. I weighed myself. I was like, "Oh, I'm a little bit over." So he's like, "All right, no, uh, no more eating and no more drinking until you know weigh in." So, you know, weigh-ins was that night. So, you know, I didn't eat something for maybe five, six hours, and I was good. Right on, right on. Well, I'm excited to see how this comes together, and I've been wanting to talk to you about this because um, I just, I like I said, man, you've made a lot of progress, uh, especially this last year or two. Um, and I know we spoke before. You said you really. You haven't been doing a ton different, so maybe we aren't going to have like very specific answers on like you've changed it all and, and you discovered the light or something like that. But but there's you know there's got to be some things you've discovered along the way. Um, now, are you still doing training with Joe Bennett? I know you had been in the past. Yeah, I'm still working with uh, Joe Bennett. We started kicking off uh, pretty much training every day okay. about two weeks ago. Um, this off season, I. We were training, well, I guess because of, um, you know, COVID and everything, uh, Joe's a really good family man, so he just wanted to kind of train at home and be at home with his kids and his wife. Yeah. Um, so for most of this off season, I've been training uh, with him maybe once a week. Um, yeah, and we just picked up every day um, about like two weeks ago. So okay. it's been going really well so far, though. Yeah. That's cool, man. Uh, how long does a workout last with him? I'm trying to get a picture painted here of what, what your guys' <laughs> training is like. So what, what are we yeah, talking we, here? So, like, like, what did you train? You just trained with him today then, right? What did, what did you guys yeah, do Yeah, yeah, we did back today. 
Okay. Um, we started at around 11 and we were done around. So about about two hours or so, um, usually. I mean, honestly, they could probably go a little bit quicker if uh, <laughs> we didn't talk. But, um, but yeah, about two hours normally, especially when we have uh, Bryce there, um, a third guy, uh, Bryce uh, Bam. He's a training partner and a uh, uh, training partner, Joe and me. So, okay. yeah. So does does Joe train with you then too? So he's working out as well with you. Oh, mm-hmm. nice man. He does everything I do, which is pretty cool. That yeah, that's cool. That is cool. So what are you strongest on uh, when you guys train together? What are what are your your best exercises? It's pretty cool, man. So because I've been training with him uh, since I'm so I moved down here back uh, almost two years ago now. Uh, two years in October yeah. when I first came, Joe was stronger stronger than me and everything. Okay. okay. <laughs> but now. Now I think the only he's only got a couple exercises where he's stronger than me now. So like, he's actually stronger than me in pretty much everything leg wise. Oh really? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got some very strong legs, and um, only other thing I think is uh, rear delts. Okay. okay. So which yeah, like yeah, rear delts got, don't really they, count. You don't have to be strong in rear delts. So <laughs> you can't break about that. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. So you've caught up to him on a lot of stuff, which, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. You know, I feel like with strength comes size and, you know, with mm-hmm. the bigger muscle, you're you're probably going to be, you know, stronger, too. Um, so you guys you guys trained back today. It's a two hour session. How does that how does that workout look? Like, What was the breakdown on that? OK, um, so we started with. Uh, Chest supported T bar rows. Um, I forget the name. Was this uh, supinated with the hand like this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we start with those, uh, focusing on upper back. Uh, we did two sets. So our, our working sets are really low. Um, we warm up so well. So I, my working set is um, about five and a half plates. So we do a lot of warm-up sets to get there. We pretty much go up one plate at a time. So okay. one plate, two, three, four. I did four, four and a half. So about, we did four warm-up sets. Um, the first, and then we did the five and a half as a working set. I got like five or six. And then I did a one, what we call a back-off set, which is um, we kind of lower the weight a bit. Um, because if I try to do that same weight again, I would get maybe one. Yeah, you get buried. And <laughs> yeah, so that was really so, uh, that five reps, and that was like a really, really heavy five. You know, five reps. Yeah, so we we um, definitely are like one of the low volume trainers. I mean, like if you if I had to compare, if people know anybody, um, you know, originally like Arthur Jones and you know Mike like that, but more recently. We're probably closer to guys like you know Dusty Hanshaw and uh, and Dog Crab Training, you know, with the, the volume and taking stuff to failure. Yeah, I love uh, that stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really been working for me, yeah. uh, for sure, for sure. Um, so that's you know the first set is five and a half plates, uh, five six reps. I did in the second set, I did four and a half plates, and I got about uh seven seven or eight there okay um so two so that's that's kind of how um an exercise is laid out so we did we did that then we moved on to uh single arm um pull downs neutral grip two sets there um then two sets of a uh neutral grip row i i Sometimes I was using like a prime machine, but I didn't like how free the, the motion was. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is actually pretty funny because that's normally a good thing. 
But um, I wanted to keep my arms really tight to my body to really engage my lats. Mm. So I ended up using the, the same T-bar row, chest apart T-bar row we have at the gym. Okay. Uh, so did that. Um, then I moved on to... Um, so those are like my medium potato movements yeah. there. Um, then we finished up. I, what we do at the end is it kind of changes week to week normally. Uh, so we finished. It's more like metabolic work or if you want to like a layman's term would be like pump work. Um, so we did like a um, we did like pull ups and we also did we superseted that with uh, hyper extensions weighted with weight. So hyper extension. So. Dude, pull-ups yeah. can be brutal, man. I, I don't feel like a ton of people get pull-ups, you know? We did, like, a weird one. I've seen, like, Eugene Tao do it. It's where, like, you're on a Smith machine, and then you have, like, your feet up on a bench. So, like, you're you're in, like, a an L shape. So, like, your feet are, you know, elevated. Yeah. And you're, like, pulling. Yeah, yeah those. I don't know what those are called, but we did those. Those are the kind of pull-ups we did. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So sometimes we'll do that. Sometimes we'll do pullovers, like like a drop set or something like some type of crazy set there. Um, that's the only thing that really varies. But those first exercises stay in my program for you know months on end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, you guys are going pretty pretty low volume on each exercise. You get you know a few good few got exercises in there. Um, is that what you were doing before? You know, like at like say three four years ago. Or was your volume different back then? It was a lot different. Uh, you know, especially my, I'd say the biggest change is like my leg day volume is like drastically different. Um, Are you guys even trying yeah, to throw yeah, your yeah. legs? Because I, I feel like. You no, not really. I mean, hamstrings. <laughs> and they'd be great still, you know? <laughs> hamstrings, I'm still working on a bit, but quads, we're pretty. Quads and abdu- especially abductors, we're not trying to okay. really. Uh, get much bigger um at the moment um but no i would say like i remember the leg days were very high volume um i didn't really take too much to failure back then with those Mm. but i did i did still follow the same principles of like progressive overload just with that exercise (laughs) i noticed like all my good body parts it's weird like i didn't really track anything i didn't i didn't really know too much about training but my best body parts i intuitively um progressively overloaded on them without even really knowing what that was you know yeah, yeah. and i look back like the stuff i didn't really add much weight to was like my arm stuff my shoulder stuff a uh, hamstring stuff you know but quads back chest i was pretty good at like adding weight to it um but yeah the yeah the biggest change yeah my, i didn't train the same back then about two three years ago um the first i first started to really improve once i started training uh, with Joe, um, I met him 2016 after my first um, pro win. He was there, yeah. And um, I would come down. I would drive about six and a half hours no to Tampa to come train with him, and I would do that like once a month. And uh, I still wasn't. I still was really new, so like I kind of got. I got the gist of like the hypertrophy coach training style, <laughs> but. Um, you know, but I still got a lot of improvements from just like knowing the gist. But um, since I've been here to kind of actually fully like dive deep into like how things are done, um, yeah, that's it's been going really, really well. That's awesome, man. I want to dig a couple more things into your back day today. So with the that like the, that first hard heavy set of five reps, um, what's the tempo like? Are you guys doing like controlled negatives, or is it just like just whatever it takes to get it up, or how does that work? 
It's definitely control negatives. Um, we do. A, I do a pretty. I mean, I can go. As, I go as fast as I can with the, the uh, concentric portion. But uh, yeah, the negatives are definitely um, controlled and a little bit slower. Okay. Uh, we don't have an actual like set like you know one like three seconds or five seconds or whatever. But it's definitely controlled. Um, going through the full range of motion, yeah. and then. Um, um, once once I hit that, like I only count the reps I got on my own. So I got, um, let's say I got five, and we did maybe an extra two or three assisted where he helped me get it all the way up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we do that quite a bit on exercises. We at least we do anywhere from one to three, like I guess assisted reps. Okay. Um, for the most part, um, with the meat and potato stuff, not like the assisted stuff normally. I mean, not the uh, metabolic part. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I, I've got one more question on this on this particular work set now. So, how much time do you take to rest between, say, that first set and then the back off set? I'll say around uh, at least around two minutes normally. Okay. Uh, so I know that's a little bit longer than some people, but uh, definitely uh, around two two to three minutes. Um, usually two when me and Joe are training. Sometimes three when we have Rice there too. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely a little bit longer rest periods have helped me quite a bit. Um, at least, I mean, if you, if <laughs> I know there's a limit, I know research, I know some research says three to five minutes you can do. I think five is a little bit much for bodybuilding, but uh, definitely, I think people, if they if they give it give it a shot, going from a one minute rest to even like a two minute rest, yeah. I guarantee you, like they'll be able to lift a little bit more. You know, so well, especially with what you're doing, it's not like you're just trying to get, you know eight to 10 and then repeat it three times. You know, this is, this is like the heaviest thing that you could do. And you're doing that pretty much right out the gate after you've warmed up. So, you know, it makes sense to me if you're only doing two sets, give it that little bit of extra time, you know, give it that little bit extra time to get otherwise, man. Cause I feel like, like you said, if you tried to do five and a half plates again, you just get buried. You know, I feel like <laughs> if you were to just do it again in 30 seconds, you'd get buried from that too. You know? You know, honestly, I wouldn't be able to lift it. I've, I've, uh, I've, I've, you know, tried. Because uh, I mean, a lot of times with exercises, I'll do like I'll lighten the weight up, and still get the same amount of reps. You know. Yeah. So I know for a fact if I kept the weight the same, I would wouldn't get anything out of it. You know. Yeah. Um, and I think it's weird too. I think about. Um, I think about that over the years. Um, I've only been like, like. I could say no, like training this way, like the way it's supposed to be done for maybe, I don't know, a year, year and a half um, since I've been here. So you have almost two years now. Um, but <clears throat> I do notice before I moved down here, I was, I thought I was applying, you know, I was trying to apply these principles, but um, it's hard to, it's hard to explain, but I, w- I would say like, I thought I was getting to failure, but I really wasn't, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me a little bit more about yeah. that, because it's, you know, when we talk about in, intensity, I think is where you're going here. Intensity yeah, yeah. is such a hard thing to explain on a podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I would say um, <clears throat> intensity is definitely some. It's a skill because mm-hmm. I can get out of like I mean pushing yourself. I mean pushing yourself in general is a skill. Um, you know. Um, and I would say for people who, who excel at pushing themselves and who excel or who are very intense when they train, yeah. they know for a fact, like, 
if they say, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't training the same way, way I was five years or 10 years ago. I thought I was, but I really wasn't. Yeah. So when they get to that point, you know, where they're, you know, a veteran now, they can kind of understand what it is. But like you said, it's very hard for someone who, who, um, who's newer. But I will say that I have trained a couple people. I'm not a personal trainer or anything, but I've trained a couple people at seminars and stuff. And I, they, <laughs> It's really funny because I'll have them um, pick a weight and I'm like, all right, how much do you normally get this for? And I'm like, oh, I normally get, you know, uh, 10 reps here. Yeah. And I, when I was in Hong Kong, this guy literally, he did, uh, he was doing three plates. He got 10, he wanted to rack it. And I was just looking at him I'm like, dude, those were all really smooth. And I made him do, I made him do 10 more. Damn. He got 10 more. And honestly, like, I just felt bad for him at that point. I didn't want to kill him, so I, I let him rack it. But he kind of, he probably could have did more. So, like, yeah. uh, it's just, what is it? The art, art, I'm really reluctant sometimes to give people, like, RPE, like, rate of, you know, observed uh, rate of uh, perceived exertion. Okay. Just because it's not completely accurate for, um, like, it's good for people who are advanced, but for even some beginners and even some intermediate people, they uh, don't know how. I mean, it sounds like a quote, but yeah, they don't know how. Um, sh- you know what they're capable of yet. You know what I mean? That's so true, dude. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Because I, I can relate in my own life. You, that kid, the guy that you helped, that he got all those extra reps. That may have been, and hopefully it was, like a life changing, or at least in training speak, you know, a life changing moment for him in the gym, mm-hmm. because you realize then it's like you know, oh, I. I can do so much more. Sometimes I feel like for me, it was seeing somebody do that, you know, and for me, um, and I know you've listened to our shows and stuff. You probably heard me say before it was like training with Shelby Starnes. I, I really saw just how much further I could take it. And it sounds like you had a (laughs) similar experience working with Joe, you know, seeing it firsthand. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Very much so. Very, very much so. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it was a mixture of that. And then, you know, I think uh, very much, yeah, yeah, I would definitely say Joe changed my, my whole uh, outlook on, like, training and bodybuilding and then seeing guys like, uh, like, because, um, I mean, I saw Ronnie lifting heavy and stuff. And, I mean, everyone sees Ronnie. But, like, I think I think it's, it's something to be said about, doing, you know, doing stuff in person. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people in the States, I know at times they don't see the value in paying for a session from someone like him or someone like, like, uh, Dusty even I had a client the other day. I, <laughs> this is all off subject, but I had a client the other day, um, a, a well-known pro sent me screenshots of what my client sent them. And the client was like, because the guy, the guy wanted to train with them at the FitCon Expo of, that just happened. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, they have tickets online. And he, the, and then my client was like, uh, um, I don't really think I need to pay. I know a lot of pros already, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was like, you need to kind of take a step back and understand you, you can still learn something from people. And like you said, it can be like life changing when it comes to your, your training. Yeah. For sure, for sure. And I think that's what helped me because, I mean, if you look at it on paper, this is before um, Joe got with, he was training Flex Lewis, before he was training Dallas McCarver. You know, I just was really, you know, and technically on paper, bodybuilding-wise, I had more accolades or whatever. But, you know, I was humble enough. I'm like, okay, well, he's at MR40, and I know Ben owns MR40, even though he's not the biggest dude and he's not a pro. Yeah. 
um, I see that he's very knowledgeable and I think I can learn something from him. You know, if that one session didn't go well, then, you know, oh, well, I drove six hours. That's huh. it is what it is. But um, definitely. Yeah, it was. It, I think it was a good idea That's for me to kind of keep. Yeah, it says a lot, dude. It says that you're that you were teachable, you know, which I feel like the the more accolades you get, you'd be like, you know who I am? I'm Terrence Ruffin. You're not going to teach me anything. You know, it'd be just as easy to be that guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, how about you drive up here and see me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I'll comp you this one. You can work out with me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding, man. That's cool. That, uh, that's really cool. I feel like we're we're painting a picture here to answer my question. You know, how have you made so much great progress? You know, because that does you know upper body is what you needed to fill out. Legs had not mm-hmm. never been a problem for you. You know, upper body looked great. Uh, you know, great shape, great proportions. Just more of it, and it's been so yeah. cool, man. As as a Terrence Ruffin fan and as a fan of the sport of bodybuilding. It's been very satisfying to me to see you putting this together. So it's it's, it's been cool to watch, man. I got to tell you. I appreciate it. You know, I'm always, it's being, you know, talking about being a fan. I'm a fan of, uh, I've always been a fan of Sean Clarita. Oh, yeah. And, man, like, it's pretty cool. Like, he's doing the same. Like, he's doing something similar. Like, I just saw, he just posted a photo today of his, uh, him starting prep like last year and this year yeah. and he's 10 pounds heavier just as lean i'm like dude that's cool. i like i'm fucking like make progress like you know like this guy you know consistently and i think i think that's the biggest thing like um and it's why like you know because people t- <laughs> this is i keep getting off subject but that's, I hope right. it's okay. that's, what, that's what we're here for <laughs> all right I, I I know a lot of times people put my name, you know, I, like I remember they did like this really cool shot of all like the big name um, classic guys the first year. And I was like the only one that wasn't in the top five up there. Mm. A lot of times when people talk about pros, they like I, I'm, I'm usually in a conversation. I can say that. But like placing wise, I've never been in the top five. You know, I've, I've placed six months, but the other two times I'm barely in the top ten and ninth. The two the two other times I I. um. I competed at the Olympia, but I think, you know, I, I have such a, a cool fan base because I, I'm awesome. Like you said, I'm constantly improving each and every year. Um, this year has definitely been the best, like leading up to that break I had was definitely the best progress I've made. But yeah. um, I think people like people that, that, that can make progress each and every time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 I think you're right, man. You don't want to see the same guy do the same thing every year, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it gives us gives us the rest of us hope too. you know, we we all want to continue to progress, you know, bodybuilding, I think in general and talking about going off topic, like bodybuilding, it's kind of like we are we are self-improvement focused or driven people. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like everybody involved in fitness is doing it because there's aspects like we want to we want to achieve things. We want to improve things. That's what we're that's what that's what attracts us i think so yeah man seeing our favorite guys continuing to improve that's a big deal hey i'll go way off topic here man tell me more about (laughs) going to hong kong because that had to be just just a life-altering experience in itself so yeah um i'll just tell you how i got this trip too because um i mean i think if if there's any like pros or stuff listening this will be a cool story for them to kind of figure out how i you know get certain seminars and stuff so um, honestly, this one was very lucky. This is because of Matt. This is Matt Porter. Like, was the reason this happened? No kidding. 
um, yeah, the guy in Hong Kong, uh, Brian, Brian, um, he he was a fan of Matt, and he I think he met I think he met me. I think I don't know if he ever met me in person, but I know that's how he found out about me through Matt Porter and NPA subs. So, um, you know, I went to Hong Kong last no two years ago, and he said, "Hey man, if you ever back um, in Korea, I'll pay for you a flight to Hong Kong." He said, "I can't afford a flight um, for you to come, you know, from the states, but Hong Kong is, you know, I mean, Korea is really close to Hong Kong, so that could be that could be arranged." So I was like, "Okay," and. Um, you know, luckily I, I was blessed to know a, uh, a, uh, a friend of mine who's still in the military. He's in charge of the entertainment por- portion of the military. Huh. So he's in charge of bringing guests and actors and singers to the base. Yeah. So I got lucky and he paid for my trip to teach a seminar on base in Korea. Wow. So first week, yeah, I don't know, right? It was really, really awesome. Now he's going to Japan and he said he's going to invite me there too. Oh, so nice. I know, right? Um, so yeah, really, really cool connection there. That's not normal, but uh, <laughs> but um, so um, you know, I set that up. I was in I was in Seoul for about a week doing those seminars, um, and then so I he paid for my flight to um, Hong Kong, and um, Hong Kong is like I, from what I understand is very different from you know the rest of China. Hmm. That's why like when I went, they were having uh, a lot of protests. I wouldn't really call them riots so much, um, but really a lot of protests because China's trying to, I guess, take back control of Hong Kong because of the amount of money they make because of the, they have different um, laws in Hong Kong for uh, business. So people can do business a little bit differently than in China. So, um, and there's out and there's a lot of other stuff too, I think that's different. So um, when I went though, it was funny how organized the protests were. And I guess it's similar here, but um, I remember um, I had my first day I was supposed to do the seminar. I was like, hey man, he texted me, he said, we gotta leave an hour early because you know they're having a protest here. And I was like, okay. So I got up, I went going. Um, then you know the next day, the next day they were around where we were during the seminar, so we had to stay an hour later. Um, so that was different, but I would say like culturally wise, um, meat is really expensive there. Really, <laughs> that's one thing. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised. Like, cause I was actually when I went to Hong Kong, that was like the first in Korea. That was like the first two weeks of my prep with John um, for the Niagara Falls Niagara Falls show. Okay. So that was really really fun. To I know a lot of people would freak out, like, oh my god, I'm on prep, I'm yeah. traveling, but it was really a cool challenge for me to to kind of get all that done. And I think that helped me um, quite a bit having all that. I think I do a lot better under stress. Huh. Um, for sure, because I mean that's not the first time I've had to like prep like while traveling. When um, 2017, I had a guest posing in El Salvador through three or four weeks out, okay, and wow. that's when that hurricane Houston, and I ended up being stuck in uh, stuck in El Salvador a whole extra week. You're kidding me. Uh, so like, till, yeah, yeah. So that was, <laughs> you were like two weeks out by the time you left El Salvador then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was two weeks out. Wow. <laughs> that was cool. That was my best place in um, at the Olympia, too. So, you know. Yeah. So, how was you must have had a good yeah. gym there and everything. You just kind of hunkered down and stayed there. Mm-hmm. Huh? That's cool. Yeah. And the people um, that kept me, uh, the promoter of the show, Betty and William Ochoa, they were really, really nice. Um, you know, I stayed in the hotel the, the first 
week uh first I, we were there for maybe three yeah first three days i was supposed to be there was a nice hotel yeah. but obviously they couldn't afford to pay for a hotel for a whole nother week so right, right. i ended up staying with them huh. and dude they treated me um very 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 well man um honestly at that point man like i was kind of feeling run down with bodybuilding but I, that kind of changed my whole perspective because huh. like when I left Betty, the wife, she started crying because I stayed in her home and she just was really, you know, honored and honored and privileged. And I'm like, yo, I'm being an asshole. Like, I was upset because, like, I felt like people um, were, like, they didn't really know me. They wanted one thing for me, posing and stuff. And that's cool. I know that's what I'm known for. And I kind of accept that now. But uh, at the time, it kind of, I was like, I got other stuff to offer too, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it kind of made me sit back and reflect. I'm like, yo, I'm kind of a dick for, uh, for thinking that way when like these people, you know, I'm just here and like they're, they're happy and they just love bodybuilding and that's it. And that's all that matters. You found gratitude you know? in that situation. Yeah. 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 So that kind of put cool. me on a, uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Dude, um, I, I always like- be thankful you know, I feel like having gratitude in life, it makes, I mean, obviously, yeah, it makes your life just so much better because if you really step back and you think about it, it's like, you know, and the reason I ask you about Hong Kong and, and leads into this too is, you know, with it, um, you know, the, the opportunities that, that we can have in our lives, like you didn't say to yourself, like, hey, one day I want to be, you know, a great bodybuilder so that I can travel to Hong Kong. Like, this is just like a side thing. <laughs> no, but like yeah. you probably never yeah. expected and now you're getting to like travel the world and meet all sorts of cool people and mm-hmm. have these experiences just like because of because of this great sport, you know, and I think that that's that's, that's pretty exactly. cool, you know. Exactly. And it always blows my mind when I have, when I hear pros that don't want to go travel somewhere because of whatever reason. Yeah. Um, it blows my mind. Yeah, I've, I've definitely, you know, money as a competitive bodybuilder is there isn't a lot. But there are, if you know how to leverage, you know, what, you know, being a pro and leverage, you know, whatever talent you have, you could definitely do cool stuff. So like, like you said, like I, like being able to travel to do a seminar in Hong Kong is how I, you know, um, leverage, you know, bodybuilding to make, you know, for my life yeah, yeah. and, uh, going to Seoul or El Salvador or any of that. And even to the point where, um, a couple of times, um, I've set up stuff on my own. Um, I did a tour in I did a tour of Europe, huh. and I did it all myself. Um, very very difficult. Okay. <laughs> and I did a tour in uh, in Hong Kong, uh, not Hong Kong, but Houston. I did okay. three cities in Houston, and I planned that all myself. Um, one because I like to travel, but two, I like to meet fans. I enjoy that part yeah. a lot, um, for sure, for sure. Yeah. That's cool, man. What was your favorite place to visit in Europe? In Europe, um, I enjoyed. Man, I enjoyed it all. Like, the, I, I didn't get to see much. So, so, so I went to. I started in Spain, then I went to um, Rome. After that, then from Rome, I went to London, Leeds, and Poole, all in the UK. Oh, nice. And then I went to. Um, I finished in France. I would say. That's tough. That's really, really tough. I enjoyed all of them a lot, man. I love, I love the food in Spain. Like they had paella. I stayed in Valencia. Um, love, love the culture there. One bad thing is they have these homeless people that that hang out in parking lots, and then they they act like they're doing you a favor by like pointing at a open spot. Yeah. And they expect to get money, and if you uh, don't give them money, 
once you leave your vehicle, they slash your tires. Oh, nice. And like they kind of like hold you hostage because like you kind of have to leave your car. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, and they're going to see that they got all day. We got that in Detroit <laughs> yeah. too. The guy will stand by your car and he'll be like, hey, I'm going to watch your car for you while you're gone. <laughs> be like, uh, okay, here's a, here's a tip, you know? <laughs> for not breaking into my car. And you kind of have to because <laughs> yeah. like, yo, like, you know. Yeah. yeah. So that was the one downside about about there, but um I love Rome. I always wanted to go to Rome since I was a kid. Um I got to see like the Vatican. Oh, that man. was like amazing. It's huge. And then um London, I just enjoyed London. Uh, I don't know why I enjoyed London, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed like there's this, this small like in a uh, hole in the wall gym. Uh, that I went to, um, and I just love just I would just wake up in the morning, walk to the gym. I could walk everywhere. I, I like walking if I, I can. I would walk, and yeah, train there, and then I would just kind of walk. There's this like little restaurant right next to where I go eat, and I, it was just kind of like a nice um, routine. That's cool, man. Yeah, that's that's one of the coolest things when you, especially too, you can find a find a cool gym find the stuff that you want find that little restaurant that's like kind of your your place to hang out while you're there i know too you know bodybuilding is really big in the uk i think that their uk is our third biggest follower um for the channels you know we have the us of course and then canada and uh, and i think that's because of ron now ron's ron brings our canadian demographic in victoria uh, yeah. so we've got a bunch of canadians <laughs> and then the uk and the, i feel like the guys in the uk are just they're like i don't know why but i feel like they're harder core or something like that how was your experience there I with training was, and meeting people oh man in london i actually you know i kind of regret not going to like i think it's king's gym oh yeah uh i did i did try to train with jp when i was there but um, he couldn't, he couldn't make it happen. He was like, like two weeks out from his show. And like, so I was like, all right, I don't want to bother you. You know, it's cool. Yeah. Um, but, but, um, but no, it was, it was awesome. Like the gym culture, like it would like, you can kind of do whatever you wanted in the gym, mm. which was nice. And I guess you can do that some, in some places in the States, but I feel like it's a little bit more, um, I don't know. It's a little bit more, um, ex- like it's more, uh, accepted you know bodybuilding is in the uk a lot you know in, in a sense because um, i remember i was at the goals um right before i left for walton beach and when i first got there bodybuilding was you know really really accepted and by the time i left i was like i was like in the corner in the gym and i had to like put up blockades around myself when i posed because yeah so wait, wait, um, you had to put up blockades what do you mean <laughs> like you know it was like so they had like these uh those you know they had those, what's it called? The meals, less meals classes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they got those step up, those green step up things or whatever color they are. Okay. Um, they had those on like a platform, like a platform, like a wheel thingy. Mm-hmm. And it, it was about, you know, five, six feet high. And I would just block off, you know, an area so people couldn't see me while I pose. Was that so, the, because, because it just wasn't accepted or did they tell you like, hey, you need to not be naked in our gym. We want to petition you off. They didn't say that. Okay. They didn't say that. Because I've seen that. Like, there used to be a day yeah. when I was younger. The, like, you could, any given day in a bodybuilding gym, you could just pull your pants down and flex your legs. Like, that was not an <laughs> issue. If you do that in the gym today, people will look at you weird. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I had a buddy. Uh, he lives in Mississippi. He said, if you even, he said he just helped, the guy had his clothes on, and he helped him with posing, and they canceled his membership. You're kidding. Wow. 
Yeah, huh. I was close on everything. It's like, yeah, that's not it. So Mississippi, I, I've heard is probably that's probably like the roughest place I've heard for bodybuilding. No kidding. That's probably why they only have like three or four shows, like three shows in that state. I think. Huh. Yeah. No, no I'd never heard that. So yeah, I'll I'll bring us back around though. So you're um, you're getting ready for the Olympia. What? Are, how many weeks out are we? It's it's uh, we're recording this at the end of August. Olympia is going to be right before Christmas this year, which is so weird to think you're just starting yeah. to prep for the Olympia in August, you know? It's weird. So we're a little over um, 16 weeks, so 16 weeks and with three, four days. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Right on, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to see the way this unfolds, too, because this um, this is such a weird year. I mean, the Arnold was weird. You know, we haven't yeah. had many shows since then, really. Um, you know, we'll be lucky to have a couple of more. And uh, and then and then we've got the Olympia. It's going to be at a new venue. We the whole thing mm-hmm. is going to be brand new. So it'll be interesting to see. Like you know, our our audience member is going to be there. You know, we don't even know. I don't even know some of this stuff. I have no idea. I know. I mean, I've heard some things. Uh, one thing I will say. I mean, it's pretty cool what they're doing at the the European Pro Show, where they're giving the top three um, Olympia qualifications. I think I think that was pretty cool. Because I think they only have two pro shows happening in Europe, if I'm not mistaken, for like bodybuilders. Okay. They have that one in Romania, maybe. Is the only two I know about. Okay, I'm not totally sure. You probably it sounds like I'm you know sure. better than I do at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I thought that was interesting, and I thought, um, but and but yeah, um, I heard that they're not having an expo um, mm-hmm. this year, which kind of disappoints me because I, I I'm like I only get to hang out and do like meet fans and see y'all like and have like an environment to chill with other bodybuilders yeah like twice a year the arnold and the olympia yeah and like this it's, it just kind of sucks you know luckily they have, they've been having a lot of shows in tampa yeah and i can gotta get my fix yeah they had the tampa pro um new york pro is happening soon so yeah it's gonna be in tampa huh mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah. new york pro in tampa <laughs> that'll be cool though that'll be cool for sure. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited to, uh, yeah, to kind of just get it, get out and go to shows a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you, man. So, you know, you know, we're talking about all this traveling that you've gotten to do all these opportunities you've had in the past. And obviously this has been a year. None of us have done a ton of traveling really. What have you been doing with yourself? Um, shoot. Uh, so yeah, after the, after the Arnold, I have, one appearance in Canada and I got to Canada and once I once I made it literally as soon as I landed I get in the guy's car he's like so some bad news the events got canceled and I'm like (laughs) I was like all right well (laughs) so that was that um but let me see um that was that was March so April April basically I spent my time buying equipment for my uh so I called it the unit. It was, I bought a store. I rented a storage unit for like 80 bucks a month. And I spent maybe like four or five grand on equipment and, and put it all in there. And um, I trained there for about six weeks. Um, little did I know Florida was like going to be one of the first people to end the quarantine. So, yeah, looking back, I'm like, well, I could have just hung around for six weeks and I did, you know, did other stuff. But, hey, you know, you never know. know. Yeah. For the first, uh, so, um so that's what I did in April, in May time frame. Uh, June and July, I've just been um, working. I moved into a new apartment. I'm really happy about that. Um, 
I don't know if people heard some of the other interviews I did. Like, yeah, um, last, last year I wasn't doing really, really great. Still trying to build my business um, after leaving the military. Yeah. Um, got a divorce. So, uh, yeah, I was in a real, I mean, like, it really, looking at it, it's not technically a, a real bad apartment complex I was in, but definitely wasn't great at all. Okay. Uh, so now I got a nice, I'm staying in a nice place. I'm, and that the first place I, like, enjoy staying staying like this is really like the first place i've ever like oh, i'm gonna decorate it and do all this stuff yeah so i've been really happy um with you're that like, you're like settling yeah, in. So, you're settling in at this place yeah 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 so i've never done it like the last place i didn't put up anything because i'm like i know i'm not gonna be here for yeah. more than my lease i'm not gonna renew it so that's not a good feeling uh, you like you don't want to unpack the boxes you know you don't feel yeah, really at home. <laughs> yeah yeah so um but yeah, so yeah, I mean, I haven't really been doing much. I um, set up some stuff for the end of the year. Hopefully, if things open back up, I'll be actually going back to Korea oh, nice. um, in December. Um, actually, probably January. They're trying to get me to go in December, but like you said, that's like a week, the week of Christmas. Or I might go during New Year's. Um, that'd be pretty cool to see New Year's over there. Oh yeah. But um, I have a, another. A, I had another seminar, not seminar, but guest posing in October in Hawaii. Oh wow! And uh, this is this isn't confirmed yet, but um, the person that's having me come over, we're, we're hoping to put on a bodybuilding show. We was hoping to do one next year, but with everything going on, it'll probably be twenty twenty two before I have a show. So your this will be your true. show, like your name. Yeah, um, or, yeah. Um, it would be it would be in Tampa uh, oh. or somewhere near in you know near this area at least within like an hour two hours from here yeah um but yeah i was really excited about doing that i'm kind of nervous um but she you know she's she runs three shows in hawaii so i'm like okay well you know you know what you're doing you got you know three shows going on here yeah so um really excited about that that stuff coming up so we were for a while we were planning that because we thought it was going to be next year but once everything started getting worse and worse and worse it was like okay we probably need to push it back yeah uh, um, yeah, I had a lot of I, I had a lot of plans. I'm, I know I'm talking about more about plans that I had that got canceled, <laughs> but because uh, <laughs> I mean I haven't really been doing too much, just working on my business and uh, getting ready for the Olympia now, just training and stuff. Yeah, it's not really too much to do right now. Yeah, no, I feel like we're all kind of in that same situation, but you know, it it you've made some really big changes in this past couple of years. You know, like you said, the divorce, mm -hmm. you left the military moved to Tampa and it's a it's a lot and I feel like it just you know from talking to you here talking to you you know on the phone the other day even talking to you before the show I feel like you're really getting your head around some of the business aspects of, of bodybuilding and you're you know you're you're really doing I think a good job at kind of getting what you can out of this you know being as Sean Raid would say the business of bodybuilding you know yeah yeah, you know, I look at, I'm a, I think this helps me out a lot. Like, I'm a big history buff. I like to look at the past and kind of help, you know, it helps me make decisions. You know, when I was nervous about, oh, am I too short to be a bodybuilder? Huh. Then I found Frank Colombo, you know, Danny Padilla, um, all these guys, Lee Priest. I'm like, okay, well, that's possible. You know, when I when I think now, like, can you make a living for bodybuilding? Then I'm like, okay, let me find guys like John Meadows, you know, Matt yeah. Porter. Um, and these, those two guys were making money before they even became a pro, you know? Yeah. 
uh, you're making a living from you know with bodybuilding as well. Hey, you know, if I can podcast. Make a living, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I look at that. Olympia <laughs> qualified bodybuilder better damn well be able to make a living. That's all I got to say. But the thing is, like, I look at bodybuilders, and a lot of them don't. They don't capitalize on it in the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm. I'm always nervous about having uh, nervous about um, missing my moment or mm-hmm. like doing something too late. Uh, which is funny. People all say, "Oh, you're still young," and I, I know I'm young, but still. Um, uh, so like right now, yeah, I'm definitely want to um, have certain things in life, you know, bef- you know, before I, I'm too old or maybe if there's, you never know what's going to happen in life. You know, you look sure. at guys like, I mean, Victor came back from it, but you know, Victor broke his arm, you know, yeah. that was crazy. You don't know, you don't know, you never know what's going to happen. Um, and it's just tons of other stories. Like what's his name? Chris Dim. He had, yeah. you know, he went into surgery and was paralyzed when he woke up. So, um, yeah, you I'm like, definitely. I see these bodybuilders doing crazy things on Instagram, like riding mechanical bulls and stuff. And I just <laughs> <stick> my head. <laughs> Yo, I still like to have a little bit of fun, you know, <laughs> no, a little bit. I, I, I knew I was going to get some stuff for that. I thought I was going to get more, honestly. Yeah. I thought I was going to get more, more. Yeah. I think people are always cool with it until you get injured. Cause if I would have got injured, they're like, oh yeah, you're I stupid. You so. And you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but guys, I'm gonna I'll have to put that clip in right here. Terrence uh, wrote this mechanical bull. And my comment was, I was like, man, I was like, the coach in me, the fan in me, it's just like I'm watching. I'm like, just thinking to myself, please don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. Just fall off. Oh, just man. fall off early. It's okay. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It's cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm. <laughs> I like to have a little bit of fun every now and again. But I'm pretty. I'm pretty much a, a, a homebody. Like safe dude so it's not too much of worry yeah. to me no i hear you uh, <laughs> yeah I, I feel like a lot of bodybuilders are that way and that's what like you know you have in your house you know your apartment that you enjoy it sounds like where mm-hmm. you're at in tampa is probably a cool spot you have kind of your groove your day-to-day i know that it's like it's not like this glamorous you know life you as a pro bodybuilder you're just like doing your mm-hmm. day-to-day stuff probably on the computer a lot on you know the doing your your you know training all that man it sounds like uh it sounds like you're in a good place though you know it really does yeah yeah uh yeah def- trying to be uh but oh yeah going going back to business wise like yeah. yeah i'm definitely trying to figure out ways to to make more more and more uh i guess income uh you know i'm doing the coaching thing now eventually i would like to kind of move that up into kind of like how um I think I'm not sure quite how John does it, but I know so guys like I don't know if people know him, but what's his name? The Bio Lane guy, um, Lane Norton. Lane that Norton. guy yeah. has a has a team of people under him, and I yeah. guarantee takes a percent or, or Scooby Prep. Uh, yeah. Jason does that where you take a percentage, you know. I so I definitely want to does that too. Ah uh, yeah yeah yeah. So I definitely want to move up to that eventually. I know I got a while. I know I'm, I got a while before I can get to something like that because I need you know, experience, but also I want to get some more like credentials under my belt, like certifications and stuff. So, um, I'm working on that. Um, and then things like and then so I eventually want to have like an app. I want to do all this stuff, you know, yeah. cause I see how well that runs with like with Joe and, and, uh, JP over in the UK, how well their apps do, yeah. um, subscription things. And then, um, 
I don't know what else, but yeah, that's that's definitely a start for me where I kind of want things to go. I already, I'm kind of doing it now with posing. I, I just got my first like instructor because I charge a, a very a very large amount. Um, so I got a newer guy who charges a little bit less, and I take a percentage of of his stuff. And um, you know, so I'm starting it with that just to kind of get an idea of how that's going to be when I kind of do the coaching side of things too. Yeah, but. Um, Stuff like that, and then with YouTube, I see John doing that a lot, so I'm trying to do that more. Yeah, I'd like um, to see you do more, more video content, you know? That would be cool. Oh, my God, that's difficult. So, like, I had to hire a guy. I'm finally at the point where I can afford to, you know, have someone and pay someone. So, like, yeah. you know, I did have people doing it, you know, helping me out for free for a while, but, you know, that's inconsistent. You know, they if you know they got something going on, they're going to go do it because there's no incentive, Yeah. you know? Or um, the quality wasn't great either with some of the stuff that people were doing because they were newer. Yeah. Um, yeah. The guy I got now, Daniel, he is amazing. He lives out in Orlando. You know, I, 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 I don't know. I feel like I pay him pretty good. <laughs> so we we got it planned out. He's coming up tomorrow actually to do some film. And he's gonna nice. be spending the day here. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we're gonna try to set it up right now. I can afford to get him down here. Um, you know, twice a month. But um, we get like a really long video and then we're going to do like shorter segments uh, um, in that off week, you know. Okay. So yeah. the plan and I got to start. I want to start doing I guess I need to do some videos just myself like Fu Fuwa is doing an amazing job. Like, that's the guy I look at and like, OK, I want to do my YouTube like him. I like his interviews. I like I like his uh, the other stuff he does with YouTube um, for sure. So I definitely. Uh, and I guess John, Ed John too. John and Fuad are two guys I really like. Um, the way they're they're running their YouTube channel. Yeah, they're both killing it, man. And listen too, like you know, I just I think about where you're at right now, um, and just in general, we're we're at a point in time where everybody's documenting everything, and I think that's great because one day, you know, one day you won't be competing in the Olympia. You know what I mean? One day this will be the past. But these are man, these are going to be. Like some of the most could be some of the most memorable times of your life. And even if not for the fans, but for yourself, it'll be really cool to have all these documents down the road that you can look back on when you're retired. You know, that your kids could look back on, your grandkids could look back on just to have that stuff. You know, even like this show, it, you know, 10 years down the road, man, it'll mean something to you. You know, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. I got to go back and look at some interviews now then that I did like six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I hate I hate looking at stuff I'm in. Like I don't really like to watch it. I won't. I used to not even like to go look at comments. I just started yeah. uh, doing that now. Where like I'll and it's usually not bad stuff, so that's cool. But um, now, like when I do an interview, I like to go and like if people got questions or they say something, I go look at it and, and respond. So uh, yeah, so I'm getting I'm getting better better at that. So that said, guys, comment below. Comment below talk to Terrence. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna yeah. read your comments that's what he's saying right now <laughs> yeah yeah you, it, it's a weird thing because i feel like there are people out there that are just negative and they're looking to say something negative they're going to be like that real small two percent you know but it's really mm -hmm. whatever issues that are going on it's their issues you know what i mean but the the vast majority yeah. of people i think are pretty positive and have good stuff to say but it i feel like it takes you growing some thick skin to handle that 2% or that 1%, you know what I mean? 
You do. It does. It does. Yeah. You kind of, and then it's funny. It's super funny though. But like, I heard someone talk about it the other day where like, you could have like a hundred positive comments and then one person says negative, sounds something negative. And that's the thing you focus on, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I'm like, man, I'm like, they don't deserve that. Like, let me focus on like the hundred positive people and respond to them instead of spending an hour just thinking of something smart to say to this, this one asshole. (laughs) Right. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 And, and I've heard it said, too. It's like anybody who who is saying that kind of stuff, a they're you, they're not better than than you. You know, it's not like it's not like, you know, um, one of the guys that you'll be competing against is going to be saying that stuff. You know what I mean? It's not like George the Bull is going to come out and be like, your legs suck. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know? So it's not like it's somebody yeah, who's yeah, better yeah. than you that's saying that, you know, it's not like somebody who's on your level. And then B, it's always them projecting their own issues. You know, it's like if you really if you really saw that person's life, you'd probably feel bad for him. Really, you know, is what it comes yeah. down to. So I think when you can put yeah. it in that perspective, it, it makes it all a little bit more clear. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of bodybuilders have issue with that, though. Like, yeah. I know they um, they I think I was thinking about this the other day. I think a lot of times uh, I was saying. <laughs> I was thinking about a bodybuilder and how he competed recently and how he he uh, gets really upset when he doesn't win. And I think like and I was thinking, OK, I've only I've only been upset once when I, I haven't gotten the place that I wanted. Um, and I just I just tell people I'm fine with saying it now. I, it was in 2016. Um, the Diana do Classic where Darren Charles beat me. And I was pissed because like, you know, he beat me. Um, in our first, in our, in my first pro show, um, it was Breon, Darren, then me. That was fine. I was really happy about that because I was like, okay, my first show, I got third. Then I beat him in Tampa, and I was like, awesome, I'll be, I beat him now. Like it's, yeah. this should just be the norm, right? <laughs> and then no, he beat, he beat me every other time I was uh-huh. on, on stage with him. And I was like, yo, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, we only competed. Um, we did the Olympia, and he did way better than me. And then we did the Diana. And I got second to him there. So okay. um, that was literally the one time I was like, man, like, I was just like, I don't know what, what I need to do. Like, what, why is, you know, Tampa different from this show? So, yeah. but I think, I think as pros, a lot of times we kind of have to separate our physique from who we are as a person. Mm. Uh, because, I mean, like, I, I get, like, even if, like, you talk to, like, an artist or someone and someone critiques their work, and some people do get pissed, but... Um, and it, because they have pride in their work, but at the same time, like people need to realize a lot of times they're not taking who you are as an individual. Yeah. They're, you know, you have to think of it like they're, they're critiquing your work, Yeah. you know? And it, <clears throat> I think that kind of helps me deal with stuff. Like, even if I don't agree with it, I'm like, whatever, you know? Um, and I think that helps me quite a bit, um, to kind of deal with a lot of that stuff, you know? Yeah, no, I, I think you're absolutely right because it is it is two different things, you know, and and hey, sometimes, you know what, it, it comes back to being humble and and it depends on who's saying it, you know, if it's Steve Weinberger telling yeah. you, hey, you know, something sucks, then it's like, OK, I'll listen to that. If it's some random guy that you don't know, you got to you got to, you know. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, this may sound mean, but like, yeah, some, the random guy says something about my physique. I'm just like. It literally does not matter at yeah, all. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, well, all right. <laughs> I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing over here, you know? Um, but, yeah, you kind of have to have a filter, like you said, yeah. Um, filter out, like, 
people whose opinions matter and those that you know that honestly should you can't you can't like you can't take everyone's opinion into account you know you, you can't take a thousand people you have to pick certain people and listen to those people yeah 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 there's no question man and that you surround yourself with those positive people that you trust and mm-hmm. uh, you know and i feel like that that's that's what you've developed you know and you've got good people around you you know you couldn't you yeah. couldn't have a better coach than john meadows you know <laughs> you got to yeah yeah if you get the chance, man, I'd love to see you guys do some more video together. You know, when you when we talk about video, we had that'd planned be awesome. it. Yeah, we had planned it. Yeah, um, he was gonna do like I guess he used to do like tour like tour different gyms around yeah, the country. Yeah, yeah. We were gonna do that together, um, but I'll probably be up there um, sometime during my prep. Maybe I know probably at least two or three times. Right on, man. Right on. Well, I look forward to seeing more of that. Um, I look forward to seeing what you put together with this, these new video projects. I, I, I'm excited to, to see that come together. Now that'll yeah. be what, on your YouTube? YouTube, yeah, real quick, a shout out to Daniel one more time because yeah. um, honestly, I worked with him years ago. You know, he was just some random guy. I said, hey, I, whatever. I was like, I'm gonna be here, you can film, that's fine. And it, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't, I didn't think it was worth me you know, coming back to him and paying him for. Yeah, yeah. But we ended up doing some more stuff later on, some kind of way. And I'm like, dude, this is awesome. Like, you've improved so much um, in this time frame. And I was like, okay. You know, at that point, I was like, okay, I'm going to give you this amount and for this amount of video. Yeah. And um, I think I probably paid him a little bit more than I than he I, I honestly charges people. Okay. But I just, I valued his work and I value, you know, what he has and who, I, I know just by seeing his work, he's going to be so much better so sooner. And he's going to, you know what I mean? He's going to be busy. So I was like, all right, let me, let me kind of like hold my spot now, you know? So, uh, nah, yeah, I'm really, really happy. Cause I've been, that's been the issue for a long, long time. Cause I know, I know I'll I'll never be great at editing or doing video myself. And you're busy. So I've always been looking for somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you got a lot to do. So, you know, I think it's a smart move to outsource that to somebody who already does it well, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. So, um, exactly. That's that's one hundred percent it. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'll put his. Uh, I'll get his Instagram from you. I'll put that down in the description for anybody who is interested in checking out any of the other stuff that he's done. Uh, but don't try to hire him when Terrence is working with him. You're not allowed. All right. Yo, one day I'll have him full time. And once I can afford him full time, he'll just live in like a guest house. Hell won't yeah. have, he won't even have his own life. He'll just film mine all the time. <laughs> right on, man. Right on. So that stuff's going to be at your two, your YouTube. Of course, we've got your Instagram. Anything else? Uh, you know, people wanted to reach out for you to coach and stuff like that. Is Instagram a good place to reach out to you? No, um, no, I mean sorta. Like sorta? If, right. <laughs> they could go to my website, okay. roughdiesel.com. Okay. But um, I have like they, could, I mean they have the link in my bio um, um, for my website as well. Okay. But if they do have if they have any questions, I would honestly, I, please check out the site, the website first. But yo, if you have any questions after you check out everything, because I answer a lot of questions, you know, on the website what people usually have. But if there's any other questions, you know, feel free to to message me. I don't have an issue with people um, needing some clarification on stuff. Right I just don't like when people uh, I have, I've put out the resources and they don't check them out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So read yeah. everything first. People don't like to read sometimes. <laughs> that's that's, the, problem. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. So yeah, we got all that. Awesome. I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see what happens because uh, you know what? It's going to be Christmas time in no time. 
and it's going to be freaking Olympia time. Christmas in Las Vegas basically is what it's going to come down to. Um, I'm hoping that fans can come. I'm hoping that media can come. I'm hoping media can come more than fans personally, because that means I still have an in. Uh, Yeah. Nonetheless, man, I'm I'm hoping to see you out there uh, because this is going to be this is going to be a really memorable year, no matter what that happens, no matter you know what we're allowed to do this year. I'm excited to know the Olympia is happening, and I'm freaking pumped to know that you're going to be there. Yeah, thank you, thank you. All right, guys, for another episode here at Think Big Bodybuilding Media, Advices Radio. For those of you listening on audio, you know, I said it at the beginning, maybe, maybe I didn't, I don't know. But if you haven't, hit the subscribe button. Uh, if you enjoy this video, give us a like, and of course, Terrence is going to be reading the comments, so make sure you yeah. uh, you tell him what's up. Terrence, I appreciate <laughs> your time, man. All right.